This College Hockey Southwest weekly podcast is brought to you by College Bar and Grill, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, OxyPow, Peoria Ford, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Oceanside Ice Arena, and DevilsHockey.shop. And now here's your host, Scott Strandy. And we're back with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly and our podcast series getting ready for the 2018 Desert Classic. And we're joined now with Mike Valancourt of Clarkson Radio. And Mike, uh, first of all, very nice to have you on the show. Well, thank you for having me. It's a lot of fun. And, and uh, the obvious question that we're getting for a lot of people is, uh, you're here in Arizona for a college hockey tournament. Uh, did you ever think you'd hear that? I tell you what, it really speaks to the growth of the game, uh, that you have a premier tournament happening in Arizona, and just how far college hockey in particular has grown in terms of not only participation, but the quality of play. And I think it just speaks volumes, not only to what's happening at the collegiate level, but also what's happening at the junior level, and the minor hockey level as well. Um, We're going to, before we get into the, the, the tournament as a whole, Clarkson, if they're on their game, what are we going to see? I think what you're going to see is a lot of puck possession, especially in the offensive zone. A team that does really well in terms of spacing and coming in transition. They'll try to turn you over, get speed out through the neutral zone, and go two-on-one, three-on-two, and do so very quickly. If they do that and win face-offs, that's really when Clarkson's at its best. Um, as I was looking over the roster f- mm-hmm. for Clarkson, a lot of young guys on this team, not a lot of seniors, a few juniors, but mostly freshmen and sophomores. Um, how will we know if that's going to be a factor in this tournament or not? I think you're going to see it primarily on the defensive end. If the freshmen and sophomores are playing well, it's going to show up on the D zone in particular coverage. You're going to shut down high-quality scoring chances. And if it's a 5, 6, 7, 8 scoring chance night, that's when you know the freshmen are playing particularly well on the blue line. Uh, Jake Kiley, your goalie. Um, what can we see out of him? Does he have a particular style? Is he a, is he a, more of a stand-up? Is he butterfly? Is he better with the glove, the stick? He's a, he's the traditional butterfly goaltender. When he's on, there's little to no rebound or any rebound that's out there. It's up and out to the corner. So if if that is happening, if there's nothing being kicked back in the slot, you know he's on on his point. You obviously know him better than the rest of us. Um, he's got three other goalies in this tournament mm-hmm. that are top-notch. Do you think that that will make him bring his game up to another level? Yeah, if, if you talk to Jake, he's a real level kind of kid. Like Nothing seems to bother him, but he is one of the most competitive people you're ever going to want to meet. So this, this tournament is... You know, it's a measuring stick for everybody involved. But if you look at one position in this tournament, it's probably four of the best goaltenders in the nation. So, yeah, he's going to – he's taking note, and I'm sure he's going to want to raise his game here this weekend. Four good goalies means four good teams. And as we brought up as we were getting ready to do this interview – this tournament really does have a regional feel to it, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and it's great because, you know, you're coming just right back just off Christmas break, and, and there's no lag time. I mean, all the teams involved, all the players involved, the attention is right there from the first day. And, you know, even if you only have one practice prior to, everything is hyper-focused. So the, you said this tournament really does kind of have that regional feel to it. And I know Casey likes to schedule tough out-of-conference games anyway. So this was just a perfect fit. 
Yeah, especially when no matter what you do in the first game, you know you're facing a really quality team in the second game regardless of how it works out. Um, when you go to a tournament and you face the home team in a tournament, mm-hmm. uh, it's not an accident. Does, do you think that that will make Clarkson play with a little bit more of a chip on their shoulder? Well, I think any time you go to a tournament like, like this, there's a chip on your shoulder anyway. Um, Arizona State came out to Potsdam a couple years ago, so we owed them a return trip. And this is this first game here uh, this evening against Arizona is fulfilling that end of that. So, you know, I, 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 I think any time you, you get in a tournament, the home team says, we want to play you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But I, realistically, we owed them a return trip back, and, and this is the fulfillment for that. Uh, what do you know about the Arizona State team? I know, and, and what I've seen on, on video is that they're a four-line deep team. They can come at you with four groups. Um, the skill and the speed as they progress through their lines and, and through their recruiting gets better and better. Uh, it's a team that executes its system very, very well, which makes them very difficult to play against for three periods. They just keep coming and coming and coming, and they'll lean on you and wear you out. And, and really, you see that in about the 10-minute mark of the third period down to the end of regulation, and even in, in some cases in, in overtime, that, that teams get worn out because Arizona State does play a hard, heavy game. Well, Mike, we wish you and Clarkson the best of luck in the tournament this weekend. We appreciate you having having you on, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your time in Arizona. All right, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, you want to get rid of that stink from the rink? Or maybe wipe out the smell of smoke, pets, or other household irritants? When you need an organic-based odor, bacteria, virus, mold, or fungus eliminated safely, naturally, and with no harmful toxins or residues left behind, call on OxyPow. For more information or to get in touch, visit oxypow.com. That's O-X-Y-P-O-W.com. And we're back with another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly as we continue our coverage of the 2018 Desert Classic. We're here with Andrew Bell, who is the managing editor of the House of Sparky website. Uh, I'm not sure if he does a couple of other things on top of it with that, but uh, Andrew, we just finished the first game, Minnesota Duluth. Uh, has a 2-0 lead and comes, falls behind and regains the win in overtime. Uh, as we get ready for this ASU game, the winner will play Duluth for the championship. What do you expect to see in this next game? I'm expecting to see an ASU team who's been doing what they've done most of the season this year, and that's play some pretty solid hockey. This is a great opportunity for them against a Clarkson team who's uh, legitimate, and there's a reason they're the number 19 team in the country, and there's so many good teams here this week, and it's a chance for them to showcase themselves, and uh, I'm expecting a pretty good effort, and of course I got Johnny Walker, everybody knows about him. I'm expecting him to have a big game, and then the freshmen as well, guys like Josh Maniscalco, P.J. Morocco, uh, and Jordan Sandu, of course, helping as well, but I'm expecting a good hockey game evening. Uh, you've been here uh, watching most of these games uh, in person and live um, in addition to dealing with uh, the, the website. When you watch, what do you look for to see whether or not the team is on their game? 
I'd say the biggest thing is just the ability to control the puck and puck possession, and especially how hard they are on the forecheck. There have been times this season, uh, I think of the Harvard game, the Friday night game in Harvard earlier this season, and a couple other times where I thought uh, ASU came out maybe a little bit slow in the first period, but when they're really going and when they're really playing well is when they're really strong on the forecheck. Guys like Anthony Cross and Dylan Holman, they kind of ignite the fire for them, and uh, they get everybody else going with the ability that they have to use the body and really get in there, um, like I said, on the forecheck, and then as well breaking pucks out of their own zone, not turn the puck over in their own zone as well. I think definitely what you look for when you're crisp and looking good. When the season started, we knew Johnny Walker had his ability to score. We knew Joey Decord was the quality goaltender that he was. Um, is there anything that has surprised you in this first 20 games? Uh, if there's one thing, I think it's just how quickly the freshmen have made an impact. Like I said, guys like P.J. Morocco, uh, Jordan Sandu, Josh Maniscalco, even Demetrius Kumanzis, um, you know, he was a highly touted freshman coming in. Guys like that, I thought um, they'd take a little time to kind of get into things. They've made an immediate impact right away, and they've made their presences felt every night. I think that's the biggest surprise to me this year is just the amount of freshmen who have made immediate impacts and uh, who continue to do so throughout the season. I'm going to be interested to see uh, towards the latter stages how kind of their bodies hold up and how they continue to uh, progress late in the season. Um, you get a tournament like this, you have four quality teams like this. Does this kind of whet your appetite say, man, oh man, what happens if they start playing past Minnesota and, and, and get into that final 16? Yeah, definitely. I think this for ASU, it's going to be a taste. Uh, you know, you don't want to say anything too early. There's a lot of hockey left to be played. But uh, if they do get into the round of 16 as an independent, this is a taste and a good preview of what they're going to see if they get to that national tournament. We just saw Minnesota Duluth and uh, Minnesota State play a really well-played hockey game. Those are two of the top schools in the country and the national championship school in Minnesota Duluth. So um, I think... Go uh, games like these are kind of the games where you test yourself, it's a measuring stick, and it's also what you play for. You get to see some of the best teams in the country uh, come to your hometown, your area, and you get to play in front of a huge crowd in the NHL arena. It doesn't get much better than that, and uh, I'm expecting not only tonight, but tomorrow as well some more good hockey. One last thing. When you applied to come to Arizona State, did you think that you would be seeing D1 hockey at this level? It's funny, I was talking, I want to say a couple weeks ago with a couple of friends of mine, it's pretty, comes full circle when you think about how um, just a couple years ago this ASU team kind of had some of the growing pains of being a first year program, but to see them now in the senior, or my senior year, this is my last year at ASU, but being with House Sparky, seeing them um, kind of come full circle, it's pretty impressive just um, with the freshmen that they've, they've been able to uh, garner, and then going on the East Coast, beating teams like Harvard, Princeton, Michigan State, that was something that a couple years ago I wouldn't really have expected especially when the program was kind of first starting off so uh, it's pretty pretty impressive and uh, now that they're, they're kind of in year four here I think they're kind of pulling everything together well Andrew thanks for giving us a couple of minutes continued success to you and the website and uh, hopefully we'll see you down the line thanks so much for having me appreciate it should be a good game and a, a good weekend look thank you thank you behind the mask hockey shop celebrating 25 years of exceptional service to the Arizona hockey community Offering the top brands and an educated staff of hockey players to help you choose the right gear for you. Visit any one of our three Valley locations or check us out online at BehindTheMask.com. All right, welcome into another edition of College Hockey Southwest Weekly. I've got a diehard Sun Devil fan here. We're between the first and second period at Gila River Arena. Neither one of us are too happy right now, are we, Mike? That was not the start we were looking for at all. Not the start at all. Mike McNelly's our... Uh, our resident expert on Sun Devil Hockey, supporter, 
does a little bit of everything with the yep. team, but tell us a little bit about what you thought that first period was. You know, obviously these teams are coming in here with a little bit of a layoff. Everybody has that. It seems like that affected us more than them. Uh, passing was really as bad as I've seen us do it all year long. Um, you know, Joey looked a little shaky uh, back there as well. So uh, hopefully, you know, win these next two periods, then we'll be okay. Well, the good news is we only came out with a, a 2 nothing deficit. It could have been worse. And 2 nothing is something that, what do they say, that's the, uh, the hardest lead to hold in hockey, right? It is, it is. And, and the key to us is we've got to stay out of the box. Absolutely. I mean, we've got to stay out of the box. And then, and surprising for us, you know, we got one of the best PK units in the nation, and we didn't show that tonight. But obviously that 5-on-3 really hurt us. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk in general about the, the uh, Desert Hockey Classic. You gotta like the crowd that you see here as a uh, Sun Devil supporter, correct? It's absolutely, it's been great. I, I was surprised. I wasn't sure what to expect coming in, uh, but this has been better than we've seen in the past. Yeah. Obviously the first year out here we had Michigan Tech, they brought some people out, but uh, Duluth and Minnesota State were, were great teams to bring in. They got a lot of people here. Absolutely. The first game was an exciting one, ended up in, the, in an overtime winner. Yeah, well, yeah it was a great game. Um, Obviously, you know, you look at how Minnesota State started off. Gave up those two quick ones. Yep. Got right back in the game, so there's something for us to take a look at. Uh, I thought those teams both settled in a little bit. Uh, you know, Duluth got fortunate on that last goal. Got a little bit of a little tip there at the end. But uh, I think for us, it'd be nice to play Duluth for us for pairwise. Right. Down the future, yeah. get that NCHC yeah. on us. But, you know, we got our work cut out for us now. Well, I want to talk about a couple of things that uh, we'll play analyst here. The, the team gets new black jerseys. Fine, right? They get new gold sticks. I'm a little worried about that. You know how superstitious guys are with sticks. Yeah. To bring them out now, I'm not sure that was the right idea. Yeah. Joey gets new gold pads. Hasn't had a lot of chance to play in them yet. I'm a little worried about that. But we're flashing. Will they adapt to it? Do you think it has anything to do with the start? I would hope not. You know, uh, you know maybe that, that look good, feel good, play good kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, we just got to play hockey. You know, we've, we've got to go out there and make the plays. I mean, we got to get we got to get these passing lanes, cut these guys down. We got to get into the zone, and we're not doing that right now. So uh, to me, uh, so that's not so much the uniforms, the sticks. You know, <laughs> I don't think we're going to change anything up. We just got to play better. So we're talking about 14 wins right now, 14 games to go, 13 after this one. We're all counting the number. We're looking at the pairwise. How many is it going to take in your estimation? How many wins? 24 minimum. Yeah. It's it's you're looking at you're looking at somewhere being in the, somewhere in the top 12, yeah. right? Because you're going to have those sneaky guys that sneak in, steal bids. Sure. So I think you got to be somewhere in the top 12 to even feel comfortable at that point. Sitting at nine, we're still kind of teetering. Now, good stat that I saw on uh, college hockey news, they were talking about 75% of the teams that are in the top 10 at this point in time in the year make the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I saw that too. But for us, really, this next six games. This tournament here this weekend, Boston College and then Cornell, that, that's to me going to define where we are. Yeah. If we come out of this thing four and two, we're going to be okay. Three and three, we're still in play. Anything below that, we're going to be up. It's going to be uphill for us. Totally agree. And one of the things that uh, that report didn't show was a team that's in a non-conference. It's difficult in a non-conference. You know it. I know it. We all know it, right? Yeah, it is. And to me, this is the season that we talked about before that just begs us to get in that conference because we could have a great season we could yeah. win 22 games and be left on the outside whereas 22 wins you go into a conference there's not a conference in the league that we couldn't win if we're hot going in the right time so so hopefully that comes soon yeah. to this piece but right now we're, we're kind of threading the needle to make this thing mike i appreciate your time enjoy the rest of the game enjoy pre-game like a pro post-game like a champion at college bar and grill Located across the street from the iconic A Mountain and Sun Devil Stadium and a quick walk from Wells Fargo Arena, College Bar & Grill is your home for the best local craft beer, 
delicious creative cocktails, tasty food, and Tempe's best atmosphere for Arizona State Athletics. College Bar and Grill. Pre-game like a pro, post-game like a champion. Online at ilovecollege.co. College Hockey Southwest Weekly. We're between the second and the third period. If you've been around Sun Devil Hockey, you know this guy, or you at least know his son. Fred Garcia, welcome in. Dom's dad. Thanks for having me, Scott. Made the trip down from Las Vegas for the uh, Gila River uh, Arena Desert Hockey Classic, right? Yes. Tell me a little bit about how Dom got started playing hockey. What what got him motivated to play this game? Dominic uh, started off roller hockey at Crystal Palace, and I think uh, he saw some kids during a field trip doing the online skating, and then he got the interest. Right. And pursued it ever since. So growing up in Las Vegas, Nevada, hockey, ice hockey, at, when he was a little guy, was not a big thing, was it? Uh, not really, no. It was uh, roller hockey was initially what it was, and then he started playing on tournaments uh, on a team. Yep. And then uh, basically a former NHL coach, a player, saw him play and then said, hey, you need to go to ice. And that got, him, that got the bug in him. And uh, it's been ice ever since. So he's a, he's a sophomore this year, here yes. for his second year, wearing a, an A on the, uh, the jersey for the alternate captain. How proud are you? I'm in awe of, of uh, what he's been doing. He's he's outperformed uh, any anything I thought he would do. Uh, I'm very proud of him. Absolutely, and you know, you guys living in Las Vegas, you went through the tragedy of uh, of last uh, one October, and everybody's recuperating now, and things are building back up in Vegas. You got the Golden Knights playing well, but you know, I talked to Dom after that, and it was emotional for him too, wasn't it? It was. Uh, he had some friends that were uh, actually a former coach that was actually shot. Uh, so uh, Nick Raboni, and he's right. doing well. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, it was. It was very. Uh, it was very dr traumatic for him, and uh, the fact that he couldn't get a hold of us uh, was also, you know, a weight on him. So. I'm sure it did. So he's back in school and doing doing everything that he's supposed to be doing in the classroom too, from what coach tells me. Yes. So you got to be proud of the fact that he's using hockey to get an education as well, right? Uh, no complaints. As yeah. a parent, I have no complaints. He is so self-driven, and uh, he is a, an overachiever. You know, he's he really works hard for what he wants, and uh, it keep, makes my job a lot easier. <laughs> I'm sure you learned at a very at his very young age that hockey meant a lot of travel, right? You guys make the trip down here from Vegas whenever you can. Tell me a little bit about what it's been like to, to, to watch him play on the road and at home at Oceanside and those good things. It's, it, there's no way to explain it. I mean, I, I'm so excited for him. I mean, I personally tried to keep him down, you know, in, in expectations. I, I never wanted to push him and say, yeah, go for it. Go. We're from Southern Nevada. You know, I, di I didn't expect him to go so far, and, and I was trying to prepare him for it, right. no matter what. I said, you might be the big guy around here, but, you know, this is a big popular sport. And he, he's over he's o overcome and, and done well. And I'm, I, I'm so happy that I can come out here and see him. And, and of course, doing the education, oh, that, that's awesome. Do you remember the day that he decided to become a Sun Devil? Yeah, it was on the phone. He was telling us about it. And, uh, you know, we, we were kind of struggling with the whole thing because uh, he had been already committed to the uh, Air Force Academy. Right. So we're like, oh, where does that leave us? And, and yep. like I told you, this is new to me. Yeah. You know, this is completely new to me. And uh, we're just learning as we go along. 
and we're just proud that he that he uh, he's been able to do well here. I think I can speak for all the Sun Devil faithful. We're happy to have him. We're going to be happier to have him for two more years. And I'm going to ask you: Are you prepared if this team's ready to go into the NCAA tournament? Are you ready for another four months of this stuff? Uh, I guess I'll be buying some plane tickets, <laughs> but definitely I am. Uh, I'm ready for it. Fred, I appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of the weekend here in, Ve in uh, Vegas. I almost said, enjoy in Vegas. I'll tell you how much time I spend there, right? We'll bring a little out of here with us. Huh? <laughs> all right. Thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. And uh, let, let, just to let you know, we're all proud of Dom. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this College Hockey Southwest Weekly Podcast, brought to you by College Bar and Grill, Behind the Mask Hockey Shops, OxyPow. Peoria Ford, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, Oceanside Ice Arena, and DevilsHockey.shop. Remember, you can find us on the web at IcetimeHockeySW.com. Thanks for listening. Whether you need 24 pieces or 50,000, Super Embroidery and Screen Printing is here to help you stand out in a crowd. Visit our website at SuperEMB.com to design your own shirt, hat, and accessories using our online tool. Or download the Super EMB app on your mobile device. Super Embroidery and Screen Printing, providing quality products and services to local, national, and international accounts. Let us put our expertise to work for you.